Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. All right, hello, hello, Atlanta. I'm your host, David Nicholas. Uh, excited to be with you today. We've got a great show in store for you. I want to give our website. It's nicholaswealth.com. Nicholas, N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S, wealth, W-E-A-L-T-H.com. It's an honor to be with you each week right here on WSB for Retire Ready. We appreciate you joining us, and it's one of my favorite weekends, right? We're going into Easter, and it's by far one of my favorite days of the year. And, I, you know, we start every week with a verse, and I thought... It would be great to start this week with a verse from Mark. And this is Mark 16, verse 5 through 7. Here's what it says. It says, As they entered the tomb, they saw a young man dressed in a white robe sitting on the right side, and they were alarmed. Do not be alarmed, he said. You are looking for Jesus the Nazarene, who was crucified. He is risen. He's not here. See the place where they laid him. But go, tell his disciples and Peter, he is going ahead of you into Galilee. There will you there you will see him, just as he told you. Mark 16, verse 5 through 7. You know, there's been a lot of amazing events throughout human history, but by far, the resurrection is the most important event in all of human history. I mean, I mean, and this verse in Mark just shows us what, what happened in when the disciples went looking for Jesus, they walked in, his tomb was empty. He fulfilled his promise to die, but to live again and throughout, he transformed human hearts. You know, the message of, of Christ has been a message that continues to change lives around the globe. But when you think about the magnitude of what Jesus did, the creator of the universe, God himself, came to earth, he died, sacrificed. It's the essence of that story, the gospel story. It reminds us all what he did to die for our sins, buried and then rose from the dead. It, it's, it's incredible. It's just incredible when you think about the love that he has for us, his children, that he would sacrifice and die so that we could have eternal life with him. And it's just an amazing, it's a great story. It's a story of hope this season represents. It's a story of love. Uh, it's a story of overcoming darkness, overcoming evil, overcoming death. Death, where is thy sting? It's incredible. In all of human history, there's, we, there was nothing like it before. So I just pray that it encourages you. I hope you and your family have a blessed Easter. Enjoy it. And always remember what this time means and what it, what it represents in the course of human history. Well, as we transition over to the market, it's been an interesting week in the market. So we, we got the inflation data out this week. So we got March inflation numbers out. And the White House had really set up a, you know, they, they were going to say, hey, 
they made it sound like it was going to be a lot worse. I mean, it was still bad, don't get me wrong. But I think the market responded somewhat positively the day after uh, because I think a lot of analysts were thinking inflation was going to be running over 10%. So, but it turned out the number came in at 8.5% for year-over-year inflation, which was lower than what, in line with what most analysts expected, but a lot lower than the 10% number that we thought we'd see. But I'll tell you, what was 10% was food. Year-over-year, food is up 10%. Energy, gasoline up 48%. I mean, these numbers are just absolutely mind-boggling. Electricity up 11%. Utilities, gas, natural gas to heat your home up 21%. Used car prices did drop in March a little bit, but year-over-year used car prices, I mean, this is just, used car prices up 35% year-over-year. I mean, that is unfathomable. So, you know, obviously, we're seeing raging inflation. We're not seeing it abate, and some analysts are saying, "Oh, well, we think the markets are peaking. I think that, or the inflation is peaking. I think that's wrong." You know, most people that I talk to, and I, and we're we're talking with clients, and we see clients throughout the week. They've got concerns. They've got concerns about where the markets are headed. You know, we've already seen the market pull back year to date. But, but I've got obviously concerns about when you when you have inflation at these levels, when you just look at what's happening with wheat and with commodities, I, I saw corn is breaking out to new highs. I, I think a year from now we could be looking at a worldwide food crisis, right? In, in throughout Africa, throughout Asia. I, I think there's going to be a food crisis a year from now. But but most on Wall Street are just not recognizing it. I mean, you can clearly see it when you when you see the futures contracts, the price for wheat, for corn, for staples. I mean, it's just they they all have rapidly increased over the last. There's no avoiding. I mean, even just if you look at fertilizer, there's just not enough fertilizer available. The costs of fertilizer are through the roof. When you look at what's happening with Ukraine and Russia, awful. So many innocent people are losing their lives. the The economic effect, though is that wheat and corn and sunflower oil, other food and commodities, there's just not going to be available because the current wheat supply is what was planted earlier in the season. So it's it's not being affected currently. Where we're going to see the effect is next year's crop that's being affected by war, right? 40% of the world's wheat comes out of Russia and Ukraine. I mean, that's the breadbasket of the world. Many less developed nations like Egypt, areas of Asia, Southeast Asia, they're already having to spend, you know, the extra increase in commodities and food that they just don't have the resources for. We're already seeing some disturbances in South America, throughout Africa, Zimbabwe. This is what you hate to see because, you know, you have these populations where riots start breaking out as food prices climb. These countries, they don't, they don't have the ability to continue these food subsidies like they're doing now, and they don't have the, they don't depend on their own country or supply lines for some of these essential food items. And if we look here at home, the U.S. economy, I mean, it, it's the Feds have already announced that they're going to raise rates. More than likely, we're going to see a fifty basis point interest rate move in May. I think we'll also see it in June. It, the verdict is still out. 
if we'll see it in July. They're also going to be reducing the balance sheet by over $90 billion a month. We already see inflation moving higher. You know, COVID is no longer, we pray, the worst is behind us. It's no longer affecting supply chains here at home. But if you look across in China, what's happening, I mean, some of the scenes, I mean, we're just awful, right? I don't know if you saw some of the scenes where they're separating women, uh, mothers and, and their children as little as three months old, two months old babies because of COVID. I mean, I, it, something just seems strange and off about that. But that is affecting supply chains globally. It's going to impact supply chains here at home. Even Jamie Dimon, J.P. Morgan's CEO in his annual letter, he said that the risks were high, that the risks were very high, that things could go very bad. And I think someone like Jamie Dimon, obviously J.P. Morgan has their fingers in every corner of the globe to be able to see where things are headed kind of from a macro perspective. And so this is where I just think that as far as it comes economically, the, the worst is not behind us. Obviously, we, we talked a little bit about recessions. We're going to talk a little bit more about recessions later in the show. But but this is where when we just look at the, the, the pictures deteriorating around the globe, both economically, when you look at the stock market, obviously the stock market is trading on where it thinks earnings will be one year out. And I think the odds are really high that we are now heading towards a recession. It's not something we want. But I can tell you right now, it's not a matter of if we're going to have a recession. We're going to have a recession. It's just a matter of how bad will it be and when exactly will it occur. And the setup seems to be pointing that we could be heading towards a recession in the next 12 to 24 months. Now, the war in Ukraine and Russia makes things even more interesting because that is what I would consider a black swan event. I just saw on the earlier this week Putin threatening Finland, Sweden, where if they take action or try to get involved with NATO, they will consider them enemies. So the situation in Europe does not look good. I think Europe will be heading into a recession much sooner than the U.S., but this is where, as investors, we've got to be vigilant. We really do have to make sure that we do have safeguards in place in our portfolio. I mean, obviously, and even when you look at real estate, right? Mortgage rates are now over 5%. Rents just across the board are at unsustainable levels. Rents are rising to levels that we've just almost never seen. The odds are we'll probably see some slowdown in, in housing, but... The challenge is the reason we're not seeing more of a price decline for housing is that the, the supply is just extremely limited. But there can't be a 20% increase in home values forever, not with mortgage rates at 5%. So houses are a lot like bonds, whereas when interest rates go up, real estate prices should come down. But the only reason where we may see home prices higher for longer is just because the issue with supply. But the Federal Reserve has really put us in a hard spot. When you think about the massive and unprecedented $6 trillion of fiscal stimulus over the last couple of years, I mean, the Fed took extraordinary moves with, with QE. I mean, but 
what's the result? Biden bucks, right? Free money floating around. We have the worst inflation in 40 years. Real estate, it, it's pushed assets up like real estate, stock market assets up to levels that we just, I mean, valuations that we haven't seen in quite some time. The question is, is how long can the party last? And I and I think the party's coming to an end. I said that on, I was on Fox Business this week with Stuart Varney. I was on with Maria Bartiromo. On Monday, you can go to our website, nicholaswealth.com, to see my interview with Maria Bartiromo. And I essentially told Maria, I said, Maria, the, the party's over. We have lived in an environment where the Federal Reserve have, have, has kept interest rates so artificially low that it's pushed the stock market up 400% in the last 10 years. I mean, it's, it's hard to even fathom that. So if you're listening to me right now, the odds are you've made a lot of money in your investment retirement accounts over the last decade. Not just barely getting by. If you've been investing in the stock market, whether you've been working with a financial advisor on your own, you've made a lot of money. I, I cannot say this enough. You've got to protect it. This it, It's like saying there's a flood coming. You can talk about all day that the flood's coming, but what are you going to do about it? You've got, this is the time to protect what you have. So I want to give it our offer. It's a a $1,000 value, but we're going to provide it complimentary for our radio listeners right here on WSB. If you save more than $250,000 in your portfolio and you give us a call in the next 10 minutes, we're going to run our Morningstar Morningstar analysis. It's an in-depth breakdown. It's going to show you where the weaknesses are, but it's going to show you, God forbid we have a recession, how much could your portfolio lose? I think it's important for you to know this. So we'll take callers for the next 10 minutes, 678-990-8500, value, but we'll provide a complimentary, save more than $250,000 in your portfolio, you give us a call in the next 10 minutes, 678-990-8500, that's 678-990-8500, I'm David Nicholas, we'll see you right after the break. Hey Atlanta, this is Eric Erickson. You're listening to Retire Ready with David Nicholas. Nicholas Wealth Management is the only financial advisory firm I recommend. So what are you waiting for? Give them a call. 678-990-8500. That's 678-990-8500 or visit nicholaswealth.com. Hey, it's Eric Erickson. Thinking of retirement? Think Nicholas Wealth Management, the best and only financial advisory firm in Atlanta I endorse. Visit nicholaswealth.com, nicholaswealth.com to learn more and to schedule a time to speak to the talented team of advisors and CPAs. That's nicholaswealth.com. All right. Hello. Welcome back to the show. I'm David Nicholas. We appreciate you tuning in for another episode here of Retire Ready. Uh, Before we went to the break, I gave out the number for our, our Morningstar analysis. Actually, it's our our stress test with our Morningstar analysis, $1,000 value. Give out that number one more time, 678-990-8500, 678-990-8500. We were talking about recessions, and I, I just wanted to take a quick look back at our last two recessions. So COVID was a recession. Uh, market, so actually, let's look at the three. The, the last recession happened during COVID. During 2020, S&P lost about 38% of its value. It was one of the quickest recession declines on record. But prior to that was the 2008 recession. And that's the one that most people remember, right? It was the housing bubble. It was a pretty, it was a tough time. 
for Americans. We call it the 2008 was the Great Recession, December 1st of 2007 to May 31st of 2009. I mean, it started with the housing bubble, which burst. And from top to down, by the time the recession ended, stocks ended up losing 53% of their value from top to bottom. 53. I mean, it's hard. Some of us, I mean, humans have an amazing ability to forget pain. It is painful. Some of us may have just forgot how bad that was. I mean, that's a million-dollar portfolio. You're losing $530,000 if it's in the market. A $2 million portfolio could lose over a million dollars. Took the market more than five years to break even. The recession before that was the 2000 recession, so March 1st of 2000. So stocks actually bottomed twice during that period. The recession actually started 13 months after the tech bubble burst of 2000. It lasted about eight months. Sadly, in 2000, we, we hit a recession. But remember, 9-11 was the tragedy. We had t- the terrorist attacks of September 11th, which occurred six weeks, actually, before the recession ended. So we're actually in a recession, and then 9-11 happened. And so if we just look at the recessions that we've seen in the last 20 years, you had the March of COVID recession, which was 38%. You had the 2008 recession, which was over 50%. And then you had the 2000 recession, where stocks fell about 38% from January 2000 to October of 2002. This is why it's so important. I want to give out that number again. If you want to know how to recession-proof your portfolio, you've got to know how much risk is in your portfolio. So $1,000 value will provide that risk analysis for you. If you save more than $250,000 for your portfolio, you give us a call in the next 10 minutes, 678-990-8500. That's 678-990-8500. Don't go anywhere. When we get back from the break, we're going to talk, how do you recession-proof your portfolio? We're going to show you exactly what we do for clients. 678-990-8500. We'll see you right after the break. Hey, it's Eric Erickson. You know there's a trend to try to get your retirement fund to be woke. Is your retirement account woke? Stop lining the pockets of big New York banks. Cancel them before they cancel you. Work with a firm that's local, looks out for your best interests, and is not woke. Call Nicholas Wealth Management today. 678-990-8500. Call them now. Don't wait. 678-990-8500. All right. Welcome back to the show. I'm David Nicholas. Uh, I love that. Uh, <laughs> work with us because we're not woke. Man, if that's not the truth. It's like everywhere you turn today, you know, there's an institution where you spend your money, where you invest that almost has your interest of your family, of your community. They're, they're working against you is what it feels like. And so that's why we've just said so we're, we're basically the opposite of that. It's it's an, you, you've saved hard 30, 40 years, some of you saving and building for retirement. We don't want to invest in the very things that go against our faith and our community and our family. So that's a, it's a, it's important to us, but I want to give it our website. It's nicholaswealth.com. Nicholas, N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S, wealth, W-E-A-L-S.com. You know, the point of the show today, we've been talking focusing on recessions. The reason why is there's been a few different areas on the yield curve that have started to invert. The two-year and the 10-year treasury are close to inverting. Uh, this is why we are, we're essentially calling for a recession. We know it's going to happen. I can tell you with 100% probability, and I, and I don't 
say that lightly, that we will see another recession. It's just a question of when. How long will it be and how severe will it be? And this is why I want to spend the segment just talking about what are we doing for our clients right now? How are we building recession-proof portfolios? And I, I know it, you can probably have the tendency of saying, hey, you know, I want to take all my money out of the stock market and bury it in my backyard so I don't have to worry about the market going down. That may make you feel good, but the problem with that is this is a very unique recession. It's very similar to the, the late 70s, early 80s, is that you can't let the recession fear overtake the, the reality that we have a lot of inflation right now, right? Inflation is running at 8 9 more than likely 10% year over year. You've still got to be able to keep up with inflation. You cannot let your money get eroded over the next couple of years when it comes to inflation. So you got to be invested. So the question's not pulling your money out of being investing. It's how do you invest while recession-proofing your portfolio? So I want to share with you what we, what we do for our clients. We've got a what we call a 50-25-25 strategy. You've probably heard of a 60-40 portfolio. Well, we think the 60-40 portfolio is dead, especially with interest rates rising that hurts bonds. So we, we've got a recession portfolio. It's our 50-25-25 portfolio. And I want to share with you exactly what that is. So the 50 portfolio, this is where you're going to be generating interest and dividends and income. We want enough in that portfolio to be able to provide income for 10 years. And you may be saying, well, David, why 10 years? Isn't a recession only a couple of years? Right. The recession may only be a couple of years. But the market volatility can last much longer. I, I truly think, and I hope I'm wrong, you've probably heard me say this on, on the show before, I think we're headed for a lost decade. I mean, with sky-high inflation, consumer sentiment all-time lows, national debt at $30 trillion, the market, to give you an example, the market did not make any money from 2000 to 2010. That was a lost decade for the market, meaning the market was actually lower in 2010 than it was in 2000. And that's not even accounting for inflation. When you account for inflation over the next 10 years, I think it's going to be a lost decade for the market. So this is why we like to have that 50-25-25 portfolio. So 50% of your portfolio is what we call, it's not correlated to the overall market. It's providing you interest and dividends. And I always say, when you get to retirement, your retirement shouldn't be based on speculation of a stock going up in value. You, you want your retirement money to, to act more like a business, meaning it's providing you income. So 50% of the portfolio, we really want to be providing income and providing dividends where it's really your protected part of the portfolio. You can, we can do, use indexing. We use dividend paying, interest paying investments. That's the part of the portfolio where you do not want to have market volatility. It's like building a house. you got to build your house on a strong foundation. That's the foundation of your portfolio. So 50% of it's going to be non-correlated, providing dividends and income. And then you're going to have these two other tranches of your 25 and your 25 tranche. We still believe that that's going to be the growth side of your portfolio. So, But 25% of that's going to be hedged. So we're one of the, I would say, few firms in the Atlanta area that actually provide hedging strategies. And it's, it's not hedge funds. I'm not, I'm not a fan of hedge funds. But what we do is hedging, where we will use options in our client portfolios to reduce losses or to limit losses in any one year. So in our hedging portfolios, 
we attempt to limit losses to about 10 to 12% in any one year. So if the stock market's going down 10, 20, 30, 40%, our hedge equity strategies can limit your loss to about 10%. Even during COVID, S&P dropped almost 40%. Our hedge equity accounts were down about 10 to 12% over that time period. So even on the growth side of the portfolio, we want to add a hedging component. We also want to have a component of the portfolio that is more value-based that's going to be providing dividends because we really think that dividends, if you look back over the last 50, 60 years, dividend stocks really drove a lot of the growth a majority of the growth, dividends stock companies that pay dividends generally outperform other stocks. And you can look at it on many different time frames. So especially in a recession, we want to own companies that have good cash flow, good balance sheets, but they can pay very healthy dividends. And then lastly, we just want to have a stock portfolio that can keep up with inflation. So for the other, again, we're talking about our 50, 25, 25 strategy. The remaining 25% of the portfolio, this is your inflation kicker. This is the part where you want to own quality companies. We have a strategy. If if you know the S&P 500, the S&P 500 is the 500 largest U.S. companies. Well, we think it's kind of redundant to own all 500 companies. So we go into the S&P 500 and we take out what we think are the top 50 companies based on the 10 sectors of the S&P 500. So again, you still need to have money in the market, but we are limiting that amount to about, in a recession-proof portfolio, we're limiting that to about 25% of the portfolio. So if you have a million-dollar portfolio, about $250,000 of the portfolio is going to be inside of what we consider blue-chip, strong balance sheets, reasonably valued names. And you don't, in our opinion, owning 500 names you're not really getting a lot of extra diversification. We own 50 of what we think are the top stocks in the S&P 500. So again, and this is David Nicholas. You're listening to Retire Ready. I want to give it our website while we're talking. It's nicholaswealth.com. That's Nicholas, N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S, wealth, W-E-A-L-T-H.com. So how do you build a recession-proof portfolio? I'm just sharing with you what we did for our, what we do for our clients. It's a 50-25-25 strategy. So as a quick recap, 50% of the portfolio, this is the part of the portfolio that should be protected against losses. Right. On a million-dollar portfolio, in our 50-25-25 strategy, 50%, so about $500,000, is going to be protected against market losses. That's the goal of that portfolio. We want interest, we want income to be derived off that part of the portfolio. The other 25% is going to be a mix between our hedging strategies that can limit the loss to about 10% in any one year, our dividend strategies, and then the other 25% is going to be our stock strategy that's very efficient, owning blue chip, strong balance sheet, companies. Because I can tell you, in a recession-type environment, you don't want to own speculative companies. You don't want to own the companies that are you know, not profitable, not making any earnings, and they're not going to be profitable for four, five, six years. You want to own companies that are profitable today. These are your big balance sheet companies. We saw how well the Amazons of the world, the Microsofts of the world, the Apples of the world did through COVID. Why? Because they had strong balance sheets. 
great free cash flow. Those are the companies that you want to own. So I just want to actually show you. So our 50-25-25 portfolio during a recession, so we've actually modeled this. And in a year where the market may be up 30%, now again, I, I don't think in a recession of market we're going to see a 30% return, but let's just say we do, okay? We're not going to get all that return, okay? If we, We're going to get, on average, about 12 to 13% in a year where the market might be up 30 But again, this isn't the, the type of portfolio that you're going to have and be invested in forever. This is how we shift the portfolio when we see recession signals like we're seeing now, okay? So during a large market year, we're looking at about a 12% return when the market is up. But here's where it really pays off. During the 2008 bear market, S&P lost 36% of its value in 2008. Our 50, 25, 25 portfolio. So remember, market's down 36. S&P's down 36. Our portfolio, our stress test is showing we'd be down about 7%. I mean, that is not even in the same stratosphere. Let's look at the 2008 recession. In the 2008 recession, markets were dropped 50% from the entire 08 recession from 2007 to 2009. The S&P lost 53% of its value. 53% of its value. Our 50-25-25 portfolio, which is really what we call our recession-proof portfolio, would be down about 11%. I mean, can you imagine that? 53% for the market, and our recession-proof portfolio is down about 11%. I mean, that is just a night and day difference. We've even tested it during COVID. S&P 500 down 33% during February to March of 2020. If the pandemic were to happen again, our recession-proof portfolio, our 50-25-25 portfolio, would be down about 6%. Okay. Now, this is why we get so excited about this, because again, I know some of you may say, David, I don't want to take, I don't want to lose any money in retirement. Well, Again, you, you got to be careful because you, with inflation, you still have to have your money that's working for you, right? That's able to get reasonable growth inside the portfolio. And there are times to be aggressive. Don't get me wrong. There are times that we may want 50 to 60% plus of our clients' money to be in the stock market. But this is just not that time, in our opinion. This is the time that you got to play defense, this is the time that you really have to make sure that you've got safeguards in place. So if you're listening right now, you say, hey, David, yeah, I'm approaching retirement or I'm in retirement. And I'm concerned, right? The market took a pretty good drop year to date. Thankfully, a lot of that's recovered. But if you said, David, if that's how my portfolio performed when we're not in a recession, yeah, I don't want to wake up and be down 30, 40, 50%. I can tell you right now, we will share with you how we recession-proof our client portfolios to where we can limit their loss to about 10 to 12% in any one year. If that's you, you may be listening, you're a big risk taker, and you're saying, David, I'm good with taking risk. But if you're one of those that say, David, no, I've worked too hard for this. I've worked too hard to get close to retirement or in retirement. Now I want to preserve and protect what I have. We're going to show you how to do it. The first thing is that we got to do a Morningstar analysis. So a Morningstar analysis it's an in-depth breakdown of your portfolio. It shows you where the weaknesses are. Shows you, God forbid, we have another recession, how your current portfolio would perform. It's a $1,000 value, but I want to provide it complimentary if you save more than $250,000 in your portfolio and you give us a call in the next 10 minutes. Number call is 
That's 678-990-8500. $1,000 value, but we'll provide it complimentary if you give us a call in the next 10 minutes. Save more than $250,000 for your portfolio. 678-990-8500. I see the lights lighting up right now. 678-990-8500. We'll show you how you can build a recession-proof portfolio to limit your loss to 10 to 12% on average, 678-990-8500. I'm David Nicholas. We'll see you right for the break. It's Eric Erickson for Markets to the Economy to your retirement. Stay tuned for another segment of Retire Ready with David Nicholas. Welcome back to the show. I'm David Nicholas. I appreciate tuning in and joining us. We've been talking about recessions. Uh, Not a fun thing to think about, but the reality is in a free market, uh, recessions are part of the market. And I always say, look, if you're 30 years old or you're 40 years old and you've got 20, 30 years to go for retirement, a recession doesn't really affect your retirement accounts or your investment accounts because why? You've got time. But if you're a few years away from retirement or you're in retirement, and you're having to start making withdrawals or you currently are making withdrawals on your retirement portfolio, this is where recessions can be devastating for a retirement portfolio. I mean, we we talk about, we've seen the difference between individuals running out of money 10, 20 years earlier than they otherwise would have if they experience a recession while they're making withdrawals during those early years of retirement. It's this phenomenon called sequence of returns risk, where if you have losses in your retirement portfolio when at the early part of retirement, that's actually a lot worse than having losses later in retirement. A lot of it has to do with longevity, right? When you're 65 years old and you retire, I mean, you could, be, you could spend 25 or 30 years in retirement. And so if you take a, just say, for example, the average recession loss is 40% over the last 100 years. If you're 65 years old, you take a 40% loss in your portfolio. So from a million down to 600,000 and you're making withdrawals, let's just say you're withdrawing 40 or $50,000 a year off your portfolio. I mean, we've ran some scenarios where you could be completely out of money by the time you're 80 years old. If you take a recession those early years of retirement. And this is why before we went to the break, we were talking about how do you, how do you build a recession-proof portfolio? And we feel if you're at retirement or approaching retirement, 50% of your portfolio, and of course, every case is going to be a little bit different, but 50% of your portfolio should be invested in a way that is protected against losses. There's a few different ways that you can accomplish it. We'd, we'd be happy to share with you how we do it for our clients. Wall Street for so many years has used bonds for this side of the portfolio. The problem with bonds right now is it's like a seesaw. When interest rates go up, bonds lose money. So you may be thinking, hey, I've got a good amount of bonds in my portfolio. I'm going to be okay. The problem is the bonds may be the riskiest part of your portfolio. I mean, what an upside-down world we live in where the bonds might actually be the riskiest part of your portfolio. Well, why is that? Because when interest rates rise, guess what? Bonds lose money. The rates are uh, the feds are going to more than likely raise rates five or six times this year. So I mean, 
40% of your money, if you have it in bonds, could be in an asset class that would lose money. So this is why we think it's so important. If you're not sure how you're invested, or if you want to say, if you're just saying, David, I would love a second opinion to make sure I'm going to be okay, we'd be honored to run that analysis for you. $1,000 value, provide our Morningstar analysis, complimentary. If you give us a call, we'll do it for the next five minutes, 678-990-8500, value, but we'll provide it complimentary. If you save more than $250,000 in your portfolio, give us a call in the next five minutes, 678-990-8500. I pray you and your family have a blessed Easter. Uh, remember all that God has done for you. And remember this time and what it means. We just pray you have a blessed time with your family. You can visit our website, nicholaswealth.com. That's Nicholas, N-I-C-H-O-L-E-S, wealth.com. We'll see you right back here next week. Securities are offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. Investment advisory services are offered through Nicholas Wealth Management and Blue Path Capital, all separate entities and not controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. 